0: I'm restored, and I've been rewarded I'm redeemed from guilt and shame Never reject. just reconnected Now I'm exalted, because I know His name i
1: You Heavenly Father, Lord, good morning Good morning, Lord Jesus Good morning, Holy Spirit Father, we're thankful this morning We're so grateful this morning We give you the praise, we give you the glory We give you the honor You, Lord, are worthy Of our praise this morning We thank you, God, for life and for breath And for your mighty word In our life, alive And act through us in Jesus Lord, this morning In the name of Jesus I sprinkle and apply the blood of Jesus over the Tedline and over each person listening, Lord. In the name of Jesus, as an act of my will I declare and I decree everything and everyone connected to Tedline is receiving the air anointed and appointed blessings from God, our Father, Jesus, the Son, by the power of God's own Holy Spirit. Lord, in agreement with the headline, that is my prayer. That Your Word alive in us. Us are, we are joint heirs with Jesus, and our lives are given as a living sacrifice. That Your Word be alive in us, active. Jesus name father work Through us work through us As we work God let our works Be your works. let us glorify you Father in that our works Would reflect the works of Jesus Good morning Tedline Praise God This morning To Tedline I'm usually On on Sundays but I'm here with you this morning To talk to you about Faith Specifically the work ethics of faith, I want to speak to you this morning about the work ethics of faith. Ethic is defined as a noun, a set of moral principles, especially ones relating to or affirming a specified group, field, or form of conduct. As an adjective, it means relating to moral principles or the branch of knowledge dealing with these. Now, work ethic is a noun, and it's defined as the principle that hard work, virtuous, or worthy of reward. So I want to speak to you this morning on work ethics of faith. And uh, when I speak of faith this morning, I'm not talking about, like, the generalized faith as in, you know, like a positive overall outlook on life. Uh, Anyone can claim, you know, faith in a – a sports coach or, you know, they can claim, you know, their faith and put their support and faith in a sports team. And, you know, they people put their faith in brands of products, you know, and they stand behind the their, their favorite product. I'm not going to talk to you about faith that people would put generalized into, uh, you know, the pilot of the plane they're they're riding in, that the pilot would land the plane, you know, Uneventfully and safely, uh, that all that kind of faith is great, and that's but that's a generalized outlook on life. And I'm not going to speak to you about the generalized outlook uh, on things and putting faith in things. Uh, those are great, but what I'm talking about this morning is trust in the Word of God, kind of faith. I'm talking about agreement with Jesus, kind of faith. I'm talking about a relationship. That shows obedience to God's own Holy Spirit As a daily normal way of life kind of faith I'm talking about the Christian's reality Of believing on him As the Bible says That kind of faith See, faith works God is faithful And we're going to read about how Jesus worked The works of his father First of all, faith you know, it's not really faith if there's no work put into it. You know, or it's it's put to use with without work. It it isn't it isn't put to use without work. You know, faith is employed through work. Uh, faith and work really aren't separated; and they go hand in hand. You take away work from faith, and we know that it's dead. So God wants us to have a working knowledge. Of faith He wants us to employ his words With works of faith See God He backs up his word It's good and God has called us Into a kingdom Where the mission The mission field is, a, is full of laborers Working as unto the Lord The body of Christ Can be called the work crew Of faith and in Matthew 9 38, we read that Jesus said, Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. So we we are his work crew he is a gift. Ephesians two eight in the King James says, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. And being a gift of God, we should appreciate faith. We should really appreciate it, value it, treasure it as something given that is precious because of who's giving it and precious because of the value that's in it. 1 Corinthians 12, 6-11 in the King James says, and there are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit withal. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, and to another the word of knowledge by the same spirit; to another faith by the same spirit, to another the gifts of healing by the same spirit, to another the working of miracles. To another prophecy. To another discerning of spirits. To another diverse kinds of tongues. To another the interpretation of tongues. But all these worketh that one and self the self same spirit. Dividing to every man severally as he will. So we see here faith is one of these nine gifts. But I want to point out that these nine gifts, the Spirit works in. See, God works in these gifts. You will notice that the use of the word work here seems to be so related in its relationship that it is, it is in agreement with. It is it's showing us that faith is employed. It's put to work. And even furthermore, God works in it. It is the same God that worketh all in all. And it's because God is working in these gifts that they work. Faith, one of these gifts, works. But we understand it isn't by strength, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Amen? And to those who put these to work, they will see God honor their faith. Faith also is without reserve. It's without reserve. James 2, chapter 2 with James, and the King James says, My brethren, have not the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, with respect of person." For if there came unto your assembly a man with a gold ring and goodly apparel, come in also a poor man in vile raiment, and ye have respect to him that wears the gay clothing, and say unto him, Sit thou here in a good place, and say to the poor, Stand thou there, or sit here under my footstool. Are you th- not then partial in yourselves, and are become judges of evil thoughts? Hearken, my beloved brethren, hath not God chosen the poor of this world, rich in their faith, rich in faith, and heirs of the kingdom, which he hath promised to them that love him? But ye have despised the poor. Do not rich men oppress you and draw you before the judgment seats? Do not they blaspheme that worthy name by the which ye are called? If ye fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, ye do well. But if ye have respect to persons, ye commit sin, and are convinced of the law as transgressors. For whosoever shall keep the whole law, and yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all. For he that said, do not commit adultery, said also do not kill. Now if thou commit no adultery, yet if thou kill, thou art become a transgressor of the law, so speak ye, and so do, as they that shall be by the law of liberty, for he shall have judgment without mercy, that hath showed no mercy, and mercy rejoices against judgment. What doth it profit, my brethren, though a man say he hath faith, and hath not works? Can faith save him? If a brother or a sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto them, Depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled, notwithstanding ye give them not these things which are needful to the body, what doth it profit? Even so faith, it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. Thou believest that there is one God thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. But wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works, when he had Offered Isaac his son upon the altar. Faith wrought with his works, and by works was faith made perfect. And the scripture was fulfilled, which said, Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness. And he was called the friend of God. You see then how that by works a man is justified, and not by faith only. Likewise, Also was not Rahab the harlot justified by works When she had received the messengers And had sent them out another way For as the body without the spirit is dead So faith without works is dead also Now I want to bring your attention to this Here that up into verse 14 Jesus' message focused on having faith without Preference or reservation or favoring one kind of person over another. Faith is to be without reverence and respect to people. Facing our use of faith by looking at the person. Not putting our faith into action based on the status or importance of people or their social regards, their social uh, standing. His point was faith should be liberally applied when applied. It should be as free for the lesser as it is for the greater. We should have the same faith to see a sinner healed as we should expect to see a saint of God who's been in the church for years to also receive healing. Same for the poor versus the rich. Same children versus elders. It should be, our faith should be applied the same for the upper class or the lower class. Because it's not about us. It's not about about social status or, or a person's education or bank account. Faith is about Jesus. It's about the word of God. So, therefore, we put what we talk and what we work into employment. Without respect to people Put our works where our faith is That's saying you put your money where your mouth is We put our works Where our faith is And our faith is not in people's status Or social standing It's in Jesus It's in the word of God Romans 12 verse 3 in the King James says For I say Through the grace given unto me To every man that is among you Not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. This measure of faith is just right. This measure of faith is just right to fit any person, any problem, any time. It's to the little, it's to the big. Jesus can help everyone. He is the answer for everyone. Jesus is enough no matter the size of your need. When Jesus is applied to the problem, it's enough. Because he is the answer for all. Without limit. So it's not about us. Again, faith isn't vindicated it's not triggered it's not activated by the level of the people around us or us it's not it's not activated by that it's activated by our work when we believe in something we stand behind it we put our work into it faith is put into motion by actions but that faith always is centered on Jesus God respects our faith we know faith works because God respects it. It's God who's working in it. Then we must know the relationship between faith and work. This makes better sense when we study the relationship between the Son and the Father. In this next portion of scripture is a parable where Jesus gave where he is really talking about himself and God and the work that's being done. In Mark 12 verses 1 through 11 in the King James and he began to speak unto them by parables. A certain man planted a vineyard, and set an hedge about it, and digged a place for the wine fat, and built a tower, and lit it out to husbandmen, and went into a far country. Thus season, the season, he sent to the husbandmen a servant, that he might receive from the husbandmen of the fruit of the vineyard. And they caught him beat him, and sent him away empty. And again he sent unto them another servant, and at him they cast stones, and wounded him in the head, and sent him away shamefully handled. And again he sent another, and him they killed, and many others, beating some and killing some. Having yet, therefore, one son is well beloved. He sent him also last unto them saying They will reverence my son But those husbandmen said among themselves This is the heir come Let us kill him and the inheritance shall be ours And they took him and killed him And cast him out of the vineyard What shall therefore the lord of the vineyard do Come and destroy the husbandmen and will give the vineyard unto others. And he have not read this scripture. The stone which the builders rejected is become the head of the corner. This was the Lord's doing. And it is marvelous in our eyes. So we see the relationship between the father and the son. It's so that he, the words used here is, He called him his one son, the well-beloved. But of all this, we see the working relationship, not just between the husbandman and the landowner, but we see the relationship of the son with the father, the well-beloved. Our faith also must be like the father and the son, in agreement, working, holding to account the work that must be done. Jesus declared that he came to do the work, the work of his father. In Luke 2, 49, it says, And he said unto them, How is it that ye sought me? Wist ye not that I must be about my father's business? That's Jesus answering Mary and Joseph when they lost track of him. And had to circle back and, find, and eventually found them in the temple. And that was Jesus' words as a young boy. Saying, why were you looking for me? Be about my father's business. And John five seventeen, says, but Jesus answered them, my father worketh hitherto, and I work. John four thirty four. Jesus saith unto them. My meat is to do the will of him that sent me, and to finish his work. John 14.10 Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you I speak not of myself, but the Father in me, he doeth the works. Jesus, see, he was his life, he, his life was the evidence, and he provided the evidence, he provided his life, he worked, and that was the collateral for the message. He was literally putting himself, his life, as the evidence. See, that's why the word of God is so Powerful and alive because It was Jesus That backed up the word And today it is God It is Jesus, it's the Holy Spirit That backs up the word That's why the word doesn't fail That's why the word is alive and it works As far as evidence and works, Jesus said. But wisdom is justified of all her children. In Luke seven thirty five. In fact, the works was so important to Jesus when he was ministering and him his life and his testimony that he said in in John ten thirty seven, if I do not the works of my Father, believe me not. This is an, an un, indivisible truth that Jesus and God are one. They're in agreement. The word of God is in agreement. They're not separated. Jesus makes this very, very bold statement. He says, he says don't believe him if he isn't doing God's work. That's how important the works of God are. That's how important it was to Jesus to, to put the value, into the word, he put his life on the line. He put his service, his work, sacrificed it to be the backing of the word. That was the fruit. The seeds that, that bring up the next generation, they're found in the fruit. The species will die if it doesn't bear fruit to bring up the next generation. The word of God is so alive that it multiplies. It perpetuates life. It's creative. Psalm one eleven, verse seven says, The works of his hands are faithful and just. All his precepts are trustworthy because God backs up his word. Psalm one hundred forty five, thirteen says, Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures throughout all generations. The Lord is faithful in all his words. And kind in all his works Romans three twenty seven. Then what becomes of our boasting It is excluded By what kind of law By a law of works No But by the law of faith See our boasting is in the Lord Not in the works I'm talking about works this morning, but that's not where the boasting is that's not where we put the the our trust in put our trust in Jesus in his word and that's why we work that's why we have good works that's why we work we have faithful works we have work that's full of faith it's because it's jesus centered it's god centered Jesus talking about The error of religious people who looked for salvation but missed it. He said this in Romans 9.32. Why? Because they did not pursue it by faith. But as if it were based on works, they have stumbled over the stumbling stone. Because they looked to the works that they were doing to be their righteousness, to save them. And they missed the word of God when God visited them. Faith is supposed to grow. It's supposed to increase. Hebrews 6.1, Therefore, let us leave the elementary doctrine of Christ and go on to maturity, not laying again a foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God. See, so our faith should grow as we mature. We should not be relaying foundations of faith. We should be building upon our faith. We should be building up. We should be building out. Our faith is supposed to increase. It's supposed to perpetuate lives. Jude 1.20 uh, 1, says, But ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Luke 9.62 in the King James. Actually, this is going to be the amplified version, I believe. But Luke nine sixty two, but Jesus said to him, no one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back to the things left behind, and this is talking about a, a servant in the kingdom, you're, you're a farmer, you're a faith worker, you're employed on that farm field for souls, and, you're, and your hand is on the plow, and th- the point is nobody that puts their hands to the plow and looks back is fit. Because it's a faith work faith and our works and the employment in the kingdom are meant to go forward, upward. Revelation two nineteen says, I know your works, your love and faith and service, and patient endurance, and that your latter works exceed the first. God definitely Recognizes works of faith He recognizes faith Galatians 3, 1-5 In the Amplified Oh you foolish and thoughtless and superficial Galatians Who has bewitched you That you would act like this To whom right before your very eyes Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified All I want to ask of you Did you receive the Holy Spirit as a result of obeying the requirements of the law? Or was it the result of hearing the message of salvation and with faith believing it? Are you so foolish and senseless, having begun your new life by faith with the Spirit? Are you now being perfected and reached spiritual maturity by the flesh, that is, by your own works and efforts to keep the law? Have you suffered so many things and experienced so much, all for nothing, if indeed it was all for nothing? So then, does he who supplies you with his marvelous Holy Spirit and works miracles among you do it as a result of the works of the law which you perform, or because you believe in the message which you heard with faith? Romans four one through six in the amplified what then shall we say about Abraham our father humanly speaking has found he has obtained a favored has he has he obtained a favored standing Abraham was justified that is acquitted from the guilt of the sins by works those things he did that were good he has something to boast about but Not before God For what does the scripture say Abraham believed in Trusted Relied on God And it was credited to his account As righteousness Right living Right standing with God Now to a laborer His wages are not credited as a favor Or a gift But as an obligation Something owed to him But to the one who does not work That is, the one who does not try to earn his salvation by doing good, but believes and completely trusts in him who justifies the ungodly as righteousness, right standing with God. And in the same way, David speaks of the blessing on the the one to whom God credits righteousness apart from works. When it comes to righteousness, we can't work to earn that. That was paid for us. That comes by believing on Christ, as the scripture has said. But our actions, rather, should be put to work to support our faith in the word of God. It should be employed. It should be in in agreement. When we put our faith to work, whatever we do, the works of the Lord, the works of of ministry and, and the mission field, the kingdom, when we employ our work, or when we serve a master. In a secular job in our lives. We are to do these in the right way. How do we how do we work? Do we who do we seek to please when we're working? Likewise our faith. What's it all for? Hebrews eleven six says, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Colossians 3:23 and 24. And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men. Knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance. For ye serve the Lord Christ. Proverbs 16, verse 3 says, Commit thy works unto the Lord and thy thoughts shall be established Galatians 1 10 says for do I now persuade man or God or do I seek to please men for if I yet pleased men I should not be the servant of Christ so whatever we do whatever work we're employed in whether secular or whether ministry it could be Bible study. It could be uh, voluntary work in a in a in a uh, charity. It could be work inside of the church. It could be on the mission field. Everything you do to put work and employ yourself in should be as of unto the Lord. And in the scriptures it says that He rewards you. He rewards you. You see. It's impossible to please him without faith. See, we're supposed to come to God and believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Hebrews 10, 22 through 24 says, Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us Hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. So yes, we are supposed to work, and our works are supposed to be good works, works of faith, works of as of unto the Lord. Who rewards? In John chapter 17, Jesus prayed a prayer, and in verse 4, in his prayer, Jesus said, I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work which thou gavest. Just like Jesus, we are sent to the earth on a mission, a spiritual mission to impact the world. We are, to, we are sent here like, like laborers, sent to the harvest. And each of us, given our own anointing, given our own gifts, we are sent to employ the, the faith that we have into our works in the kingdom spiritually. We're sent, apostles sent, with a mission. It's a mission possible, but it's a mission. And the Lord sees, God sees faith, and faith pleases him. And it's our Father's good pleasure to give us the gifts, good pleasure to give us the kingdom. In Luke 22, 31 and 32 in the King James, it says, And the Lord said, Simon, Simon. Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. Strengthen thy brethren. Jesus prayed that Peter's faith fail not. See, our faith is employed so we should have a work ethic there's a work ethic of faith there are work ethics of faith lord this morning i pray that you open the eyes of our understanding and and know that that faith is a gift from you and and, and God causes us to appreciate faith as a gift causes us to appreciate the value that you put into faith, the, the power that you haven't put into your word. You've backed up your word. Give us an appreciation for faith in you. Lord, Show us, show us how to do good works this morning. Show us that faith works, that faith really, really works, and it always works. Father, show us how to apply faith based on you, centered on you, seeking your word, seeking your will in our lives, how to apply our faith, and not based on people or respect of people, but help us, Lord, this morning to to apply faith with respect to Jesus. God, help us to understand that it's not in the practicing of laws and tradition and ceremonies and rituals, but our faith is to be Jesus-centered. Faith centered on Jesus and pleasing to you. Pleasing to you, Father. Lord God, show us this morning how to grow faith, how to increase faith, how to increase in our walk and building up on our faith, and building out from our, our faith, and building up. In faith, So that we can As workers in the field And as ministers in the world So we can better outreach Through working faith In this world Lord God show us that faith must please you Show us this morning That faith must be pleasing to you And not self-serving And not as if we're working towards Honoring people Or, or seeking to please men But seeking to please you With our faith We want to be good employees, God. Show us how to be good employees in the works of our faith and in the department of working faith in the kingdom. Father, show us that faith is a right now kind of thing. Show us that faith always works. Faith is always ready to do your will. Faith is always ready because you backed up your word. It's on time. Show us that faith is an on-time employee and never late. Now, faith. Now faith, now faith God, show us, Lord, that faith does not and should not waver, it should not fail because you prayed Jesus that it would not fail. you prayed that it would not fail the church. Jesus, you said that we are to do the works that you did and even greater in John fourteen twelve through thirteen you said, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me. The works that I do shall he do Also and greater works Than these shall he do So Father this morning I pray that you employ Us to do the works that Jesus did And strengthen our faith Equip us God To do the works that Jesus did Even greater works God Because our faith is not in respect Of ourselves or other people Or what we see But it's It's in respect to Jesus. It's in respect to you, because you back up the word. You are the power. It's by your spirit, says the Lord. So this morning, God, employ us. Employ our faith, Lord, to do good works. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty, mighty name. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Tedline, I appreciate you. I love you, And, and grow in faith in Jesus this morning. Grow, grow in Jesus' name. Praise God. We will see you tomorrow morning with Dr. Shepherd in Jesus' name. <laughs>
0: Ha sido, siempre será Cristo, oh Cristo, de todo el bien de Jesús, de todo el bien de Jesús. Desde el principio ya. Only oh. to oh. oh. Y después de ti, Jesús, mi fin, Jesús, yo siempre